Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. This is episode number 182. I am coming to you today from a different location, although it is on the same day. Um, You may recall episode 181 I recorded this morning before we left on our family vacation, and now I am recording on Sunday evening from the location of our family vacation. You might hear the crickets are a little louder in the background. It's because I am in the South, actually the Mid-South. Nashville, Tennessee is where we are, and we chose this place because it is at the crossroads of the four different directions that my wife's family members traveled from to be here, and we thought it was kind of a neat town to explore, and we found a really nice house to stay in, and it's a good place, and I'm glad to be here to chill and to be with family and to watch some soccer, and just relax over the next four days as we um, are planning on being here till Thursday. So today was a driving day, most of the day I spent driving, but I did keep my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God, and here's where I saw it. So I am sitting outside. It's not my fenced, or excuse me, screened in back patio porch, but it is actually on a um, porch swing that I get to sit tonight. So there's an extra seat here. Come join me and be happy to tell you about today. So today, like I said, it was a day full of driving and it really was about what I listened to today is when I experienced God's presence the most. Today, I listened to two podcasts, um, two that I listen to pretty frequently. The first was by Bishop Barron. This is Bishop Robert Barron, who is one of the auxiliary bishops now in Los Angeles. And if you are a Catholic, you might be familiar with him from the Catholicism video series. Well, as much as possible, I try to listen to his weekly sermon. And today was on the gospel, which is the healing of Jairus's daughter and the healing of the woman with the hemorrhage. But what he focused on really was the first reading, which was about wisdom, from the Book of Wisdom, about God not creating death. And it was really interesting. It was actually very thought-provoking because basically what his um, thesis was is that death, as we experience it, is as sinners because we have this fear and this terror of, of the unknown of what it is going to be like passing from this life into the fullness of life with God. And we also have a very hard time as sinners of letting go of this physical realm. And he says that that is not how God intended it to be. And it really is, he said, when we are saved and redeemed and filled with God's grace, that we are like the Blessed Virgin Mary, who it says, fell asleep into death. That her passing from this side of eternity into the fullness of eternity was without fear, without anxiety, without terror. It was like a falling asleep because of her deep trust in God and deep relationship with God because she was free of sin. There was nothing blocking her experience of God. 
So I thought that was kind of interesting, and, and that's something I'll have to think about a little bit more. I, I had never really heard it explained that way, but it really makes a lot of sense to me. And I think it is particularly valuable in this day and age where there is so much fear that's going on. You know, fear oftentimes comes from this idea of not having enough, this idea of scarcity, this idea of running out. And I know I can suffer from that. You know, I always want to make sure I have a backup. And, you know, if something that I use every day, like the dish soap, is running out, I want to make sure that I'm not going to run out. But, you know, with God, things don't run out. Life does not run out. And I think trusting in that, and in, in not just trusting intellectually, but really trusting at the most basic gut level is an area of growth for me and I think for really all of our world, it seems. And um, Bishop, Barron's ser- Bishop Barron's sermon helped remind me of that. So the other podcast was definitely a little bit lighthearted. No talking about death with this one. Um, it was from NPR's On Point, which um, I like to listen to whenever I can. And um, this was a few weeks ago, and it was about The Simpsons. Yes, the TV show, The Simpsons. And um, it was an interview with um, two of the people related to The Simpsons. One is, um, I guess, one of the main writers and the showrunner um, who just came out with a new book that I'm going to try to track down. Um, And the second was the woman who does Lisa Simpson's voice. And uh, it was a a great conversation with, um, with both of these two. Um, the, the gentleman who was the writer was very funny, and he had some great stories and just um, a, a wonderful um, attitude about this um, really historic show at this point. You know, it is so hard for me to believe that this show has been on continuously now since 1988, which is the year that I graduated from college, from high school. So um, we're coming up on my 30th reunion, and it is just remarkable to think that this show has been a part of American culture and American um, life, really life of everyone, because I'm sure it's been translated into many, many languages, but that it has been around for that long. Um, One of my favorite um, Simpsons memories, story that I like to tell, is that in 1989, I was at uh, University of San Francisco, and there was a nine o'clock Sunday night mass that was the student mass. And at that time, The Simpsons was on from 8.30 to 9 o'clock on Sunday nights. And you can probably see where this is going. Eventually, because so many people were watching The Simpsons and flooding out of the dorms at 9 o'clock and entering church a little bit after 9 o'clock, that they had to actually end up making the Mass a 9.10 Mass because of uh, everyone (laughs) flooding in after The Simpsons ended. Um, So... I just think that, um, you know, there is no TV show that has been more a part of my experience and nothing that makes me laugh out loud as much as The Simpsons does. And um, I haven't watched it much recently. I really do think the quality has gone down and it may be time to retire the show to, you know, let it die and let it pass into um, the the eternity of uh, TV history as opposed to television presence. But um, for the time being, it was um, really wonderful to, to just remember and to laugh and to learn about The Simpsons as I drove. 
And one last thing, I, I think I was destined to um, be listening to it because as we were heading south through Kentucky, right after I started listening to it, I noticed a um, sign uh, labeling the county that we were entering, and it was Simpson County. And then a little bit later, while I was still listening to it, and we were now in Tennessee, there was a sign for the town of, you guessed it, Springfield. So I, I definitely think those were signs, literal signs, that um, I needed to be listening to the Simpsons today. So in conclusion, um, who are the spiritual leaders that have the most wisdom that you like to listen to or to read? And secondly, what television shows have really shaped your experience of the world? Which shows have been a part of your life that you can remember where you were when you watched them or what your life was, what was going on in your life as you watched them? And how did you experience or do you experience God's presence through both of those? As always, thank you for listening. I do appreciate it and blessings and peace.